and welcome back to my channel, The Everyday Therapist. What we are talking about today is more about trauma and trauma therapy. Um, oh, by the way, my name is Dr. Deb, and this is my channel where we talk a lot about psychology and therapy, and from both a clinical perspective and from research directions as well. So again, as, as I was saying, we've been talking a lot about various ways of managing trauma or helping people heal from their trauma. And in previous episodes, I talked about you know, talk therapy and some therapies that are kind of based on hypnosis. But one thing that I hadn't talked about is how we heal trauma memories that are body related. If you talk to somebody who has been through trauma, and we all have, the body holds on to a lot of the memories, not explicitly in that you cannot say, okay, my shoulders are tensing up because of this happening. It's just that at some point in time, something happened and the body responded. So how do we manage healing from these, these kinds of body aspects of trauma? Well, there are several approaches and it, they all kind of fall under the uh, title of somatic therapies. Now, there are three authors who are primarily involved in the research and discussion of approaches for uh, somatic therapies. The first person uh, is a lady named Pat Ogden, and she wrote a book for both therapists and their clients called uh, Sensory uh, let me just read, sensory motor uh, therapy. And the book is divided up so that there's information for the therapist to understand how to help the client. And then there are pages and sections for the client to read and to work through various kinds of exercises. And these exercises range from learning new words to identify the internal feelings or the sensory motor feelings to uh, exercises to help relax um, the client whenever these kinds of feelings uh, and body responses come up. Because that's what happens is something will trigger an individual, whether it's a conscious memory or something that's unconscious that's associated with, with a trauma, and the person's body will respond. And so a lot of what Pat works on is helping the uh, client notice you know, be able to do a check in the body to notice where things are tightening and to help reduce that tension through things like progressive relaxation, which maybe in another video, I will teach you all how to do progressive relaxation because, because it's something that you can do yourself. You don't need somebody, uh, a clinician to help you. Same as in the future, I will probably teach you how to do a little bit of self-hypnosis to help you relax and address your own anxieties. So that's, um, that approach. Now, another approach is um, done by a researcher and a therapist by the name of Peter Levine, and he's written many books about his approach. And he bases his approach on looking to looking at animals and seeing animals in the wild and seeing how they manage stressful situations. Uh, so, for example, if uh, a deer sees a predator, the deer runs and will eventually lose, potentially lose the predator, and then will stop and sort of shake off the excess energy that was released during during the deer's flight. So 
Peter Levine has brought that back to looking at how humans physically respond in um, traumatic situations. And his point is in many situations that are traumatic for humans, we do not have an ability to leave the situation and then just sort of shake it off. We are trapped in the traumatic situation. And so he helps his clients learn how to reprocess those traumatic memories and being having them be able to, in their memories, physically move out of the situation. And he will actually have people sort of role play and physically move out of the situation. And he has found that that helps his clients with regard to processing the memories. Now, a third way that uh, many clinicians use is based on polyvagal theory. And that has to do with the fact that we've got this one nerve in our body called the vagus nerve that goes from our brain to our stomach. And it's the only nerve in our body that is bi-directional. So impulses from the brain will affect the stomach. Things that are going on in the stomach affect, affect one's thoughts. And when we're in a stressful situation, the body responds with certain things going on in the gut, which then affects the mind. And also, if you've noticed when you get upset about something, uh, then your stomach sometimes has a response too. And so uh, this theory, which is uh, presented by Stephen Porges, uh, really focuses on resetting the vagus nerve. And there are lots of videos on YouTube about uh, how to do that with various exercises. And in one of my earlier videos, I did present a, an exercise for resetting your uh, vagus nerve. But one interesting thing about the uh, vagus nerve is that, as I said, it goes from the brain to the stomach. And when we talk about uh, mood enhancement in the brain, we talk about the need for serotonin. Um, and in fact, uh, people who may be on antidepressants, the, one of the types of antidepressants is serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitor, which means it helps the ser serotonin stay in, uh, in the brain in certain areas. But the thing is, more serotonin is made in your stomach than is in, in the brain. And the vagus nerve works with that serotonin as well. Uh, and if you sort of think about it, you know, we, we, we can become upset and then we maybe eat something that we find comforting and we calm down. And that's with the vagus nerve, you know, sending signals up and down. So those are three areas of, uh, well, ways of doing somatic therapy. Now there are other ways that you don't think of necessarily as addressing it. One area is massage. There's a type of massage called structural uh, integration. And let me just check my notes here. It's, it's having to do with a certain kind of body work. Uh, if you go on the internet and you look in your area for somebody who practices rolfing massage, that is structural integration body work. And it helps with alignment, your body alignment, but it also is used for helping reprocess and releasing trauma that's in the body. And even if you just go to uh, a massage therapist who does not specialize in rolfing, you may find that as deep massage is happening, you might find yourself crying or, or re-experiencing some types of trauma in, in just thinking about it. 
because the body, it, as I said, holds that trauma and it is connected to your memories about it. So you can think of that as also a way to somatically heal from the trauma. So I just wanted to talk about that, those sorts of things. Also, I should point out that in some of the therapies that I talked about before, such as EMDR, uh, progressive relaxation or doing a body check is a standard part of the whole process. So there is a some, certain amount of somatic uh, therapy going on just within that uh, other type of therapy. So that's all I was going to talk about in terms of uh, trauma therapy at this point in time. At this point, I probably will not be making any more videos about trauma, but I will be moving on to other areas. Uh, possibly I will be talking about personality disorders in my next series. But if you think of any others, other areas you want me to address, just leave them down in the comments. Now, I usually talk about some kind of tool or uh, exercise that you can do to help with uh, anxiety and things like that. Well, I have another little um, toy here. This is called a Muse. This is the original version. Uh, they, they now have another newer version. Um, what it does is you wear it as like a headband like that. And it has sensors along here at, that measure brain waves and the brainwave state. It also is a Bluetooth device that works with an app that you put on your cell phone. And that app guides you to make sure that the uh, band is positioned properly. And then one can select various kinds of meditation exercises to uh, address whatever issues you might have. And this thing will give you give feedback, uh, for example, to help you learn how to keep your mind in, say, alpha state. It, it works as a biofeedback device. For example, if you're trying to can, uh, keep your, your mind calm, uh, the calmer you keep it, the more little birds you will hear, hear chirping. If you cannot keep your mind calm, you will hear, hear thunder. And so the, the goal is to have more birds. Uh, but there are several different programs that work with this. And as I said, they have a newer version that I really don't know all of the aspects of what it can do, but it has, has more functionality. Now, previously I presented the Fisher-Wallace uh, device for uh, sending um, a, a little electrical current through uh, one's brain. Well, Fisher-Wallace has now stopped making that particular device. They will still support people who have purchased it. They have now moved to another device that they are uh, crowdfunding basically in order to take the place of the the, the old Fisher Price device. Uh, I have no idea how much it's going to cost or anything like that. I've just seen pictures of it, but that will be out there at some point in the near future. So at this point in time, that's all I have for today. Now, if you have found this to be useful, uh, please share it with your friends or family members. Uh, give it a thumbs up put down any comments, subscribe if you wish. Um, and if you want to know when I'll be making more videos, make sure to hit the notification bell because then you'll, you can find out as opposed to just you know, checking every now and then. So again, 
Any comments you have, please leave them below and any suggestions of topics that you want me to cover, I'll be happy to cover them. So thank you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.